Youth support. Youth strength. Youth involvement. Only on Radioactive 90.4 megahertz. Get active. Get active. Get active. Dear listeners, you're hearing to Radioactive 90.4 MHC, Bangalore's first community radio station. You're now listening to Arjia Purva. Today, under mental health, you're going to hear about Mental Health, A Key to Success, which is organized by Banjara Academy. And to tell us more about this, we have with us Dr. Ali Kwaja, who'd be giving us more insights about what mental health is and how it is a key to success. So with no more further ado, let's hear from him. Once again, one or two quick tips by the time I hope we are going to get a lot of questions. Being with nature is one way of improving and maintaining your mental health. Nature teaches us delayed gratification. Nature teaches us that one can live in harmony with everyone in the whole universe. Nature teaches us that there's such a huge expanse of the world out there that I need not worry about what's happening inside my 2BHK or 3BHK things of that. Nature teaches us that there is a past, there is a present and there is a future which merge into each other all the time in good harmony. That is one thing that I want you to keep in mind. The other thing is one very good way to maintain your own mental health is to help others maintain good mental health. You want to be a trained counselor like Sima was just telling you, you can get trained. But even without that, the more you reach out to your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, whoever you can reach out to, you go to a shop to buy something and the same shopkeeper is there and he's looking a little dull. You just ask him what happened. You always used to have a smile. Today I see you a little pulled off. My mother is not well and something, something, or I'm having some financial problems and all. You can't solve any of those. But he will feel nice that you as a customer could have just come, paid the money, bought things and gone away, but you took that attention. So he thinks that the world is a good place. There are nice people who care for me, who inquire about me. And most important, you feel nice. When at the end of the day, when you are recounting, reviewing how the day went, and when you are thinking of all these stresses and, and the uncomfortable things that are happening, these small, small things, when you have reached out to others, they play a very, very significant role. So with that, we move on to the questions. Ah, Nagashri says, can you kindly brief about insulating ourselves from insulating and short-tempered? And, uh, yes. Mentally insulating uh, yourself means not allowing yourself to get so badly affected. Now, you know that this person is short-tempered or this person, you know, puts you down or whatever may be that behavior. Initially, yes, it will come as a shock, particularly if it's a close person who's trying to be nasty to you. So you try to overcome that. You try to bring about a change. You try to reason it out with him. But in many cases, what happens? You realize that, no, this person is not going to change. There's no point in breaking your head trying perpetually to change him. The second thing is, can I get away from him? If he happened to be a friend or colleague or neighbor, I could have physically kept myself away from him. But if he's a family member, if he's somebody very close to me, physically I can't run away. So I will mentally prepare myself. 
when this person is coming into the room or when I am entering into the room and I am going to be sitting and talking to him, I, I should take a deep breath and tell myself, I know that this person may say something nasty or this person may shout. I am not going to get affected by it. I am a good human being. I have good relationships with others. I am spreading harmony all around. Unfortunately, with this person, it is not working out. No issues. And the same thing when this person is doing something nasty, trying to provoke you. See, most of the time, these uh, are the type of uh, uh, people who keep provoking uh, you. And they expect you to respond in a negative way. If you don't do that, then they automatically start reducing the, their uh, outbursts and you start feeling better. Now, the flip side of it, Raji Vijay has asked, if we isolate or insulate from people with mental issues or people who are negative, who will be there for them? I'm not saying you run away. That's what I meant. When this person acts nasty, when this person is shouting, I'm protecting myself from getting pulled down, from getting depressed or feeling miserable and uh, feeling that life is not worth it, eventually leading to severe depression, suicidal feelings and all that. So I am protecting my, myself, right? Once the person learns... When somebody is good to me, I mean, when I am good to somebody, the people respond. So the moment the day he is nice to you, he just makes one simple nice comment or he doesn't raise his voice, that's the day you reach out to him. Let him learn that carrot and stick policy, which we use with children so many times. Over a period of time, nothing is going to happen overnight. It takes a long time. But since, as I said, the person is so close to you, it may be a lifelong relationship. You start practicing that. The day or the moment when he is nice to you, be extremely nice to him. When he is short-tempered or when he is putting you down or when he is cheating, you completely mentally insulate uh, myself. How to cope with people with extreme mood swings, Bharti is asking. What is their state of mental health? Their state of mental health is not at all good. I don't know to what extent that we will have to see individually. There may be somebody with great mood swings who is actually suffering uh, uh, from some sort of you know, major mental uh, uh, disorder. There may be somebody who has just had bad experiences and is trying to take out his frustration on others. So we have to evaluate that person. But the fact remains, as I was just telling you, that if there is somebody with mood swings, whenever his mood is good, you spend a lot of time you know, interacting with uh, with uh, uh, them. When the person's mood swings the other way and who goes into that state of anger or something of that sort, just try to be as, you know, insulated as possible. Don't run away. Don't make it a point to ignore or, you know, to glare at him or something. Pretend as though nothing has happened. Pretend as though you didn't hear all that shouting or that putting down or something. Where you have to interact yeah, I'm having a cup of tea. Would you also be interested in sharing uh, with me? That's it. Beyond that, make it clear to the person that when your mood is good, I'm very much there for you. When your mood is bad, I am not going to get affected by whatever behavior pattern you have. And I am not going to respond to you. Namit says, how to cope with our own children who have low mental health? Uh, Namnit, as I was telling a few minutes back, uh, you know, children very rarely have low mental health, but if they do, then they have obviously at a very early age been through some form of trauma. 
something which should not have happened at an innocent age and i would take that up very seriously so if you have a child whose mental health seems to be low who's showing all these type of symptoms that i was talking about please take it seriously i would suggest that take that child to a child psychologist a counselor a therapist whatever it is you need not take the child to a psychiatrist in the beginning because as far as possible we avoid medication unless we realize that yes this person is suffering from a clinical um, issue let's see what they have to say let's see how they analyze and what is happening to the um, uh, child and then we can decide otherwise just saying a child with low mental health is too general a thing for me to comment basu says surrounded by everything online how to help kids to cope with this even though my kids want to play outside their friends are all online which becomes irresistible for kids i agree we are going through a very bad phase but what we can do to whatever extent we can is to make the time away from the screen as interesting as challenging as exciting as we can we have to create opportunities for the children time and again i have been giving out lists of activities which a family can do when the children are locked in i am not going to repeat that over here but if anybody wants a list of all possible activities that you can do as a family at home which are not connected to any screen i will send you the uh, list you just email us and i will send it uh, uh, to you but it can be done there are a lot of things which children will enjoy doing and which have got nothing to do with the uh, screen those are the type of uh, things that we need to do surika so says how do we deal with close people who are argumentative ego invested and have abandoned pester power yes as i was mentioning to you what is this pester power they want to instigate you they pester you meaning to say they will go on saying nasty things they will pass sarcastic remarks they will make loose statements about you in front of a third person and they will look at you from the corner of their eye they want you to react they want you to either break down and start crying and then they will say see i can't even carry out a conversation this one just starts crying all the time how do you deal with such people so put the blame on you if you react if you argue back and say who said i'm doing this or you are not the one who's doing that or something ah now they are game they feel very thrilled that this person is rising up to the challenge so i will have this ping pong battle you throw the ball in my court i throw the ball in your court and that's why as i said what we need to do is to look the person straight in the eye have a neutral expression and respond only to that effect sometimes you can even say oh that's your opinion is it that's it i'm not saying yes i'm not saying no that is your opinion is it and we move on if there is something to be discussed about you know what would you like to have for dinner or i'm going out for half an hour or whatever it is continue that communication but minimize it so that you do not touch upon any topic which can lead to further arguments because says how to read other person mind what is going on inside for example depression not visible outside but present inside yes depression is one of the most common disorders of the mind various surveys have shown that maybe between 15 to 30% of all human beings at some time or the other go through severe uh, depression if it is not clinical depression if it has not made the person totally dysfunctional and unable to do anything and all that for which you have to go to a psychiatrist there is no other way 
out, you have to put the person first on medication and once the symptoms start coming back, then we deal with the other issues. But if it is not that bad, um, uh, there are a lot of ways and means which time to time we have been discussing how to help a person to come out of the depressive uh, um, phase. Again, it depends whether it's a reactive depression or an endogenous uh, depression. A reactive depression is a depression which happens as a reaction to something. I have failed in my exam. I have lost my job. I have had a relationship breakup. So when I go into depression, based on that, that means it is reactive. So we have to work on the issue that has happened. Even if it cannot be resolved physically, resolve it emotionally with the person to come to terms with whatever failure or breakup or whatever has happened and then help the person move on. If it is endogenous and the person may need medication or may need long-term therapy because his mind is malfunctioning, it's not a reaction to something else. All these things step by step we can take depending on the severity. If it is just a minor uh, thing, family members, friends, caregivers, so many people can take care of those uh, things. Sindhu said how to avoid by not getting into negative uh, um, thoughts. This is what, you know, techniques like CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, all these things, uh, you know, teach us. And we propagate that for those who are interested in learning those uh, uh, techniques. A simple thing like CBT says that we have cognitive distortions. That means cognition is our mind, the way our thoughts take place, okay? So we have cognitive distortion. That means I believe in certain things which are not true, but I have psyched myself and I think that this is the only thing that is happening. For example, I may say things like, none of my relatives like me, they, they, they all put me down. Now, if I have 17 relatives, it is impossible that all 17 hate me or all 17 try to put me down. That is a cognitive distortion. So if I start correcting my thought process, rationalizing it, reworking on it, automatically my emotions improve and I feel much better about it. China says, good morning, I try to do good to everyone, but end up with feeling sad because someone or the other will be unhappy. Is it because I'm weak in my mental health? No, China, not at all. The very fact that you are trying to do good to everybody shows that you have very good mental health. Only thing is, be a little selective. When you said, I try to do good to everyone, you can't do it. You have to be selective. There are people who will not respond and there are people who will respond in a negative way. Uh, manner. They'll make you feel even more sad. They'll pull you down. So be a little selective. You can't be a savior for the whole world. Those people are important to you. Those people will respond to you. Do as much as you can for such people. Seema says, what if our own loved one makes us feel so pathetic and dejected that you lose all the confidence to face the outside world? Greatest of the thinkers from Mahatma Gandhi downwards, so many have said, Nobody can make you happy or sad. People can make life miserable for you. Pain, as great thinkers have said, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. The same way as it happens with physical pain, there are people who say that, yes, I'm having this severe migraine, but I will tolerate it. I know that it will go off. I'll shut myself in the room. I'll take some... You know, tablets, I'll do this or that or something of that sort and then I'll uh, get well. There are others who say, see, my life is so miserable. Every now and then I get a migraine. I have to suffer whenever I get a migraine. The whole day I'm out of this. That suffering you have created, remember that. 
same thing happens when somebody else is trying to put you down or make you miserable it is you who can choose that's what i meant by saying insulating yourself pinita says uh, people are refusing to accept that they have some mental health issues but is clear or seen by others how can we tell them it's challenging sometimes it's very challenging minita understand that many people who suffer from mental disorders are in total denial one is to see whether we can influence them by people whom they listen to maybe their parent their best friend their elders their guru or somebody like that so if we can reach out to them through somebody whom they have regard for they will listen a little more when we are counseling them what do we do we don't tell them that you are suffering from a mental disorder we say that you are having to face negativity this person says none of my family members love me but the reason for that is because he's been shouting at them so i don't point out the shouting i say that i feel bad that you work so hard you go to office when you come back home you're looking forward to a nice warm loving caring family but then you have all this jig jig going on and that people are not caring for you i want you to improve your life you deserve to improve your life so what do we do about it are you open to bringing about some changes i'll work with you i will guide you that's how we work with the rider that not everybody is open to it some of them will say no i don't need to work on anything because i am not doing anything wrong it is the others who have to do it sometimes we even go to that extent of saying that yes i will help the others who are the people who are you know undergoing all this but i need your help can you come and sit with me and give me some uh, inputs that way slowly we break ice and we bring uh, them around and then we help them if somewhere or the other with a lot of patience and understanding if we can make them understand that they do need to work on it ali a question from instagram yeah. uh, is mood variation considered disorder and mental illness to what extent we all have mood variations in a moment i can be feeling happy in a moment i can be feeling uh, sad nothing wrong with it but if it is so much that i become unpredictable nobody knows when i am going to suddenly start snapping or i myself don't know when i will say something nasty to uh, uh, someone so if the mood variation goes beyond a certain point it goes to the extent of affecting my relationships people start thinking negatively or keeping away from me then yes it is a disorder i as a uh, very simple lay person would say any issue which can cause irreversible harm is an issue that should be looked upon as a mental health issue if it is temporary when i lost this job or when i had this problem i was very nasty with my family members they understood that i am going through a bad phase so they tolerated all my irritation and anger then i got a good job and i moved on fine nothing happens but as i said if it goes to the point where i may have irreversible damage i may spoil my relationship with my family members i may lose my job i may get into you know a bad uh, reputation among my neighbors and friends then yes it is an issue kavya says how to deal with friends who always seek attention firstly you should feel for them because you said they are friends they obviously are lonely people as i was telling a few minutes back loneliness is a great epidemic that is spreading they don't have the right type of emotional support of friends they find that you are a warm hearted person you are a genuine person so they are seeking your attention because there are so such few people like you so they are seeking your attention 
The only point I would like to say is balance your own needs. Don't allow them to intrude on your privacy and your free time. If this person is calling you every day and wants to talk for one hour, do it for the first one, two, three days. And then after that, slowly start telling, tomorrow I'm going to be very busy. I've got some very important work. I'll talk to you day after tomorrow. Two days later, when that person calls up, you say, oh, glad you called me at 5.30 because 6 o'clock I have to go for some important meeting. So we'll spend half an hour uh, talking and then I will push off. Like that, you start reducing the quantity and the quality of the interactions. Just reassure that, yes, I care for you and there for you. But off late, I've been a little busy with this, this, this. I will, whenever I get time, whenever it's possible, we will interact. I would like to listen to you. Keep giving that type of emotional support. Don't take responsibility for the salvation of that person. Don't feel that unless I give her attention, she will go into depression. Then what will happen? No. You are a human being in your own right. You do whatever you can. Beyond that, don't feel responsible. Rinalini says how to deal with a friend who is giving away too much empathy to others all the time. If she is getting affected by doing things like that, if her quality of life is going down, if she is neglecting her near and dear, or if she is always complaining that, you know, I have to keep giving to everybody, nobody gives to me and all that, that is when you help her to slow down. Like I was just telling you just now, tell her that you're a very wonderful person, you're reaching out to so many people, you're doing such good, but don't allow them to walk all over you, don't allow your own, you have your own life. You also deserve to be happy. You also deserve to spend time with your own loved ones or your own hobbies and this and that. Just help her to slowly start reducing this thing that she is doing. Anupma says, what can be a good indicator for poor mental health with people who have low sense of humor as part of their personality? That's what I said. No, no, people whose sense of humor goes down. They start taking themselves too seriously. They start getting irritated. They don't want to make light banter and this and that. They can't play around with children. Even if a child does something, this person suddenly gets very angry. Person keeps pointing out, you know, things. Why did you keep your slippers there? Why did you not do this or something of that sort? If those type of things happen, you know that the mental health is going on. That's the first step. Now, what caused it, as I told you, if it's temporary, is threatened with a job loss. That's why nowadays he's like that. Tolerate him. Maybe in a few days, a few weeks, things will settle down. If it is permanent, if it is becoming a habit, then you have to take the steps which I've already mentioned to you about insulating yourself, trying to make the person understand and things of that sort. Yes. Ali, another question from Sophia uh, on Instagram. Why do we feel like not even replying to any, if anyone questions us sometimes? You have a right, Sophia. You don't have to reply every time that somebody questions uh, uh, you. Don't feel compelled. If you feel that this is the type of question which you don't have to re reply or it can lead to some arguments or something of that sort. One of the simplest ways I have found is when the person says, why are you doing this or why can't you do this for me or something like that. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a very important question. Let me think over it and reply to you. Most people who are impulsive and trying to provoke, you know, when you ask for time, they themselves forget what they had um, said and you can get away with that. How to be okay when having lots of problems in relationship life, having lots of misunderstandings that's going on increasing. Yes, Asta, I want you to understand that if things are increasing like that, please 
take the precautions. Please do the preventive role when you know that things are increasing. One fine day, the water will be above your head. Don't wait for that. You know that the water is rising. Start taking steps. What you can do by yourself, do it. What you cannot do by yourself, take the help of your loved ones. What you cannot do even with your uh, loved ones, start off with seeking outside. Uh, Surika says, how do we build an emotional wall against disturbing people? I told you, no. When this person is going to come around, when you're going to interact with that person, take a deep breath, slow down yourself, do whatever stress relief activities, recite some mantra or some positive affirmations. Then when you start off with, you know, interacting with the person and you find that the person is be being very abusive, some simple thing like, oh, I see, let me think over it. Or right now I'm a little uh, busy, I will get back on to uh, you. So like that, there are simple ways and means. You have to start practicing uh, it. As I told each one of you, if you want certain tips on certain specific things, like Nehal is asking how to work on increased anxiety levels. So if you write to me, maybe I'll give you a page of tips on how to deal with anxiety. So specifically when a person feels that I have issues which are related to anxiety, I always get worried about the future and I start thinking what will happen, something will go bad and things of that sort. That is what we call as anxiety, no? worrying about things which have not happened. So how do I deal with it? There are ways and means of doing uh, it. Shaila says, thanks for taking DCS course. I could handle this pandemic situation happily. Could handle mother-in-law when she lost her best friend. Husband lost his friend due to corona. And a friend whose wife is on ventilator for the past two weeks. Very sorry to hear that. He's slowly talking and able to handle the uh, situation. Thanks to Vindra. Thank you very much for acknowledging that. We are doing whatever level best we can do. It's a drop in the ocean, like Mother Teresa said. But if each one of us keeps adding that, uh, you know, uh, drop into the ocean, we can all contribute in whatever way. These are just the tip of the iceberg, whatever the question that you have raised, whatever responses I could uh, give you. But there will be many more. I can see that questions are still coming in. These are great sticklers for time. When we say that this webinar is 11 to 12, we mean that it is 11 to 12. We want to respect the time of others. So those who would have wanted to you know, have some other commitments after 12 o'clock, we will respect that. But I close with that one point, that is that we are always there for you. This seminar is only an icebreaker for you to think later. And how and what and everything, in just half a minute, if you have patience, Seema will wind up and tell you how we can take things further to create a better life for ourselves and for people around us. Thank you and have a wonderful weekend. That was a wonderful eye-opening session, wasn't it? So I hope all of us spread the word about uh, losing the stigma for mental health and help others also to lose the stigma. And thank you everyone for joining us today and in this all-important mission about uh, mental health. Have a wonderful weekend, both physically as well as mentally. Until next time, goodbye. I would like to thank Dr. Ali Kwaja for telling us about what mental health is and how it is a key to success. Uh, dear listeners, 
If you want to share your views and feedback on this program, you can contact us on double two three double five four nine zero or mail us at radioactive cr ninety point four mhz at gmail dot com. If you have missed the show or want to hear it over again, you can hear it on www dot soundcloud dot com. If you want to listen to all our programs, you can download the radioactive app. Keep listening to radioactive ninety point four mhz, Bangalore's first community radio station. Get active. This is me, Arjia Purva, signing out. Talk shows, lectures, documentaries, discussions, arguments, information, education, entertainment, infotainment, music, drama, theatre, and more. Only on Radio Active, ninety point four megahertz. Get active.